0: hi and welcome to breakfast with an alcoholic i'm randall and i'm your alcoholic host like the name says every week i have breakfast with an alcoholic and we talk about addiction recovery how we got sober and how we stay sober last week in episode five we did kind of a deeper dive on the first step and it's definitely worth checking out at least i think so this week my guest is natalie she's a 34 year old lawyer living on the upper east side She's got three years of sobriety and some really great insights on getting sober, finding a sponsor, and eventually being a sponsor herself. It was a great breakfast, and I hope you can pour yourself a cup of coffee and join us. Welcome to Breakfast with an Alcoholic. It's great to have you here. It's great to be here. So we are at the Gracie Muse Diner today, Uh, Sunday. It's prime brunch time, so it's a little noisy, but that's uh, that's all good. So, maybe you could tell us a little bit about yourself. Quick bio.
1: Yeah, my name's Natalie. I am 34 years old. I live in the Upper East Side of New York City. my um, sobriety date is March 25, 2019. So, I just celebrated three years uh, a few weeks ago, and that's crazy <laughs> that I have not picked up a drink or a drug since then. Okay. Um Yeah, I, I was born in the Philippines, uh-huh. and... I moved to New York with my parents when I was around 10. Uh,
0: when did you start drinking using...
1: I started drinking when I was in high school. Uh, but I always say that I definitely could have used a drink when I was a child, because I was just so uncomfortable in my own skin. Uh, I always like, felt like I never belonged anywhere, I felt less than, um, I had that imposter syndrome that people were going to figure me out, and I was just always uncomfortable. So I, I definitely was reaching for ways to uh, escape myself, and I definitely could have used a drink way younger than 16 years old, but that, that's when I first picked up.
0: I was the same way, and it, and it, it solved that same problem for me. Yeah.
1: You
0: know, I was an awkward, kind of insecure, nerdy kid, yep. and boom, like, I, I started drinking and I was cool.
1: Like, I didn't even like the taste of alcohol, like, the first time I tried it, I was like, why do people like this? But then the first time it felt drunk, I was like, ooh, this is, this is great. <laughs>
0: Yeah. My parents didn't really drink, so I had nothing to go on. And my first drink was at a bar, and I didn't know what to order. And yeah. So what I knew was like watching movies and TV shows. So I was 15, I think. Okay. And I'm at a bar, and I'm like, I'll have a scotch and soda, please. <laughs> but I hated the taste as well. I was not prepared for the very terrible taste of scotch and soda. Yeah. However... With that the feeling,
1: Yeah. Oh, I like that
0: quite a bit. So how long did you drink for?
1: So I had my first drink when I was 16 and I got sober, I guess, three years ago when I was 31. So not as long as most people, yeah. but um, I drank a lot. And when cocaine entered my, my life, that sped up the darkness that drinking brought my life towards, and you know I always I didn't have I mean as much as I love the effect of it in the beginning I was able to stop and put it down and go to sleep mainly because I would pass out from being drunk but it it really wasn't obvious until like the last five years before I got sober was that I would rather drink and continue drinking than show up for the rest of my life yeah like I couldn't show up for my family, or I I stopped showing up to work, um, couldn't show up to my friends' weddings or vacate, like these, I would plan these amazing vacations, and I couldn't make it to the the plane, to my airplane flight, um, the next morning, because I up a drink and I wanted to keep going and I couldn't stop and then I called my dealer and then I kept going and it was just that like it was rinse and repeat over and over and over I I looked around and I was like the people I started drinking with they all went home and went to sleep and I was still out with complete strangers at a bar, and I'm like, what's different between me and them? I'm like, there's something different going on with me. You know, for a while, I th- I was beating myself up because I thought I just lacked like the willpower, or like I just had no moral fiber, or you no. Know, I just I thought I was just weak. Right. Um, and I wasn't very kind to myself, like. I got mad at myself after I would wake up from a hangover, like a bender, and I'd be like, why did I do this again? Even though I told myself, I swore to myself, and I would do like solemn oaths and pray and tell everyone I wasn't getting to drink, and then I, I always wake up like three days later asking myself, why did I do this again?
0: It's just incomprehensible to keep doing Absolutely. it, and, and, and that's, you know, everyone else can do that, like, it's called Saturday night. I mean, but that's like our whole life, and we yeah. just can't break free of it, and people don't understand that, and it's, yeah. and it's because they're not alcoholics. I mean, did you try a lot to stop in those When years? I started
1: realizing that there was something different with me, I started to think that maybe I just shouldn't be drinking, or I shouldn't be calling my dealer. Uh, so I did try to stop. I... A.A. was like the very last resort in my plan for life Um, because I knew nothing about it. I thought, you know, old people or bums uh, smoked in dark basements, and And I I didn't get to that point yet, (laughs) so, (laughs) um, you know, I downloaded a lot of... Like counting apps, and I would try to count my days of how many days could I not pick up alcohol. Um, I tried making a sober Instagram account and follow a lot of sober influencers because I was like, that will make me accountable and these people will inspire me. Uh, I I read a lot of self-help books. I tried to educate myself about controlling my drinking and alcohol like I read so many books and uh, I also listened to a lot of podcasts like the sober curious movement they were able to stop drinking and I thought to myself maybe I could do that too and I put it like I would swear to myself I wasn't gonna drink and I still ended up walking straight to a bar and getting a glass of wine that glass of wine wasn't just a glass of wine the glass of wine turned into a cocaine-fuel vendor.
0: Yeah, yeah, and people don't understand. I kind of think about kind of my progression like through songs. There are like okay. a lot of songs at different points. And there is a um, yeah. Depeche Mode song, Policy of Truth, oh. that I used to listen to all the time. And there's a lyric in there, never again was what you swore the time before.
1: Yeah.
0: I, like, I know that. That was my whole life.
1: <laughs> I had a playlist of all inspirational sobriety songs oh, just awesome. like yours. Yeah. There's a lot of Demi Lovato in there, there's Eminem in there. Which Eminem song? Not Afraid.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, good one.
1: There are a lot of songs
0: like that and you can kind of hear it. Yeah. All right, so you have uh, a number of sponsors. So tell me about them.
1: I did not think I would be a sponsor to anyone when I I first started doing the work with my sponsor and she opened the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous to me and made me promise that I'm gonna give you this gift and you're gonna go through this journey Mm -hmm you're going to recover, and you're going to have a relationship with your higher power, but all you have to promise is that you're going to give this forward to other women. And I said to her, I was like, maybe? <laughs> I don't know if I could do that.
0: Possibly. <laughs>
1: yeah, and by the time I got to the twelve step, I had gone through a whole like spiritual experience. My insides had completely been reorganized, been changed, and I just viewed the world in a completely different way. I said yes to sponsoring, and now it's been like, honestly, it's given me so much joy. I'm just leading them through this journey that someone else led me through.
0: How did you find your sponsor?
1: I found her through meetings. You know, I heard my sponsor share her story, and it was very similar to mine. She drank like me, she drugged like me, she was a hot mess like me. It gave me hope that like I too could change, just like she did.
0: You know, I think people don't really know a lot about what a sponsor
1: exactly. is,
0: and that's kind of hard to explain.
1: I actually recently heard in a meeting, someone said this, and it stuck with me, is that everything that we went through in our stories, all like the mistakes, the relapses, the shifts, the twists and turns in our stories, it's perfectly shaped us to be a maximum use, to be useful to another human being, and i found that to be a really wonderful way of looking at my own story. Like I went through some shit, but like all the shameful things I went through, and now I'm at peace with, I can use that to help someone else who's new and coming in and is coming to terms with their own story.
0: Are you ready for the alcoholic lightning run?
1: I guess I am. Okay. I usually
0: warn people that I was once a practicing lawyer, but. You are a practicing lawyer. Yeah. And to be honest, my bar status is a little murky, so we <laughs> may have we'll the see edge. See
1: what happens. All right, we're gonna put 30
0: seconds on the clock. Okay. Favorite spot in New York City.
1: The rocks in front of Turtle Pond. I love to meditate there.
0: A song you listen to a lot, but were previously embarrassed to tell people about.
1: I'm still embarrassed, but I'm gonna be honest. My Humps by The Black Eyed Peas.
0: (laughs) Superpower if you had one.
1: Ability to fly.
0: Three words people would use to describe you.
1: Thoughtful, nice, goofy.
0: Last thing you watched or read that you thought was good.
1: I read The Great Pretender by Susanna Callahan.
0: Thank you so much. This was was really great having having Oh, It was really great. Hope you enjoyed another edition of breakfast with an alcoholic I know I did we'll be back next week with another great breakfast and you know I'm already excited not just because I love pancakes I know it's Alcoholics Anonymous but it's completely cool if you want to tell your friends about us go ahead and hit the share button right now I'll wait cool you can find the daily gratitude lists on Twitter and Instagram at ThanksFLMS. thanks for letting me share And if you go to thanksforlettingmeshare.substack.com, you can find the daily gratitude lists, all the episodes of Breakfast with an Alcoholic, the liner notes for all the episodes, the official discography, and there's so much more. The really great news, you can subscribe right now for free. Or you can subscribe tomorrow for free too. Of course, I'd love to hear from you. You can say something in the comments or on Twitter or even send an old-fashioned email. And if you listen to this and think you might need help or just want to learn more, nyintergroup.org is a complete listing of AA resources here in New York. And there's one of those for every state and most countries. And you can always get in touch with us here, and we'll do our best to point you in the right direction. So be well, stay groovy, call your sponsor, and join us next week for another edition of Breakfast with an Alcoholic.